of you, by raising your hand, have no clue who Joshua in the Bible is? Raise your hand. Be honest with me. You don't know who Joshua is. How many, if I said, if I said the name Moses, you know who Moses is? By the way, if you brought your Bible, put your Bible up over your head. Let's see who brought their Bible today. Okay. All right. If you, have a re- if you have a real Bible, keep it up. I'm just curious. Who brought their real Bibles? Awesome. Okay. So we're going to read the story of Joshua. And Joshua was mentored or he was taught by a great man by the name of Moses. Everybody know Moses, Prince of Egypt, that Moses, right? The one who led the people out of slavery into Egypt, the one who crossed the Red Sea, you know, all that kind of stuff, Moses. Well, we're going to talk about the guy he left in charge, and that guy's name was Joshua. Now, I'm going to read the very first chapter in the book of Joshua. Does anybody know where the book of Joshua is, the Old or the New Testament? Raise your hand if you know the answer. Old or New Testament? Old Testament, that is correct. Can anybody tell me the first five books, by raising your hand, what are the first five books of the Bible? First five books of the Bible. Perfect. The first five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Guess what the sixth Bible book is? Joshua. That's right. The sixth book of the Bible is Joshua. Now, I'm going to read, and here's what I want you to do. Every time you hear me say the words strong and courageous, I want you to repeat it after me, and I want you to go like this, strong and courageous. Because when I think, of, I think of the military and things like that, I think of courage. So I want you to go like this, strong and courageous. I'm going to test you. Ready? Strong and courageous. Strong and courageous. Perfect. Let's try it one more time because that was kind of weak. One more time. When I say it, you're going to repeat after me. Strong and courageous. Strong and courageous. All right, here we go. Be listening. After the death of Moses, the Lord's servant, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant. He said, Moses, my servant, is dead. Therefore, the time has come for you to lead these people, the Israelites, across the Jordan River into the land that I am giving them. I promise you what I promised Moses. Wherever you set your foot, you will be on land that I have given you. From the Negev wilderness in the south to the Lebanon mountains in the north, from the Euphrates River in the east to the Mediterranean Sea in the west, including all the land of the Hittites, no one will be able to stand against you as long as you live. For I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you or abandon you. Be strong and courageous. Strong For you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to their ancestors I would give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be, strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate uh, from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything that you do. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. This is the command. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. 
do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. How many times does God tell Joshua to be strong and courageous? Three times. He tells Joshua in this piece right here, he actually says it more in this entire book, but he says it just in this little, you know, portion right here. He tells uh, Joshua to be strong and courageous three times. Why do you think he was telling Joshua to be strong and courageous? What do you think? Why do you think he was telling him that? Anybody? Because what's the opposite of strong and courageous? Rosalind, what's that? Weak and fearful. That's right. Weak and fearful. That's the opposite. So obviously he was concerned that Joshua might feel weak and fearful. But how many of you feel that way sometimes? How many of you feel weak and fearful at times? Maybe not all the time, but at times. But God is telling you to be strong and courageous. In fact, God knew what he was about to have the whole Israelite army and Joshua do. And they were going to go fight Jericho. A big city, a giant city called Jericho. And so he was telling Joshua, listen, I have already given you victory. You have already won. All you have to do is do exactly what I say. Be strong and courageous. Strong and courageous. That's right. Do not fear. So now we're going to jump over to Joshua chapter 6. Joshua chapter 6. And I brought something with me. Let's see, does anybody know what I am holding in my hands? Anybody knows what I'm saying? What is it? That's okay, Meredith. What is it? It is. It's a shofar. It is a shofar. It is a, a Jewish or Israelite, like, trumpet. It's what they blow. Now, I cannot blow this, okay? But I do have a friend who was working on it this morning. Chris, Mia, will you come on up here? Chris knows how to blow the shofar, and he's going to help me. Will you give guys give Chris? So Chris is going to help me, and actually, every time that it says in uh, here when they were supposed to blow the shofar, he's going to try. All right, so for, Chris, will you first give them a little taste of, of kind of what it sounds like? Now, by the way, this is a small shofar, so it's not as loud. They have really big shofars that get really, really loud. So Chris... He actually practiced it this morning and did a really, really great job. All right, here we go. That's all right. That's all right. Got to wet those, wet those lips. Yeah, yeah. So Joshua chapter 6. If you're not there yet, Joshua chapter 6. Let's see. You need some water? Yeah, that, that, was, that was it there, yeah. Thank you, Melissa's going to get you a cup of water. Yeah, yeah, that, that's kind of it. That's good. Give him a big round of applause. Give him a round. Okay, stay up here, though. You're going you're gonna to do it. You're going to do it. You're going to get a couple chances to do this. So I'm going to read the story of the Battle of Jericho and what God told them to do. And it's very, very interesting because they were going to go fight this big, giant city called Jericho. But God gave them specific instructions. He told them to march around the city one time. And while they were marching around the city, they were supposed to blow the shofars, their trumpets, right? <laughs> now, on the last day, the seventh day, they were supposed to march around the city seven times. 
And after the final marching around, they were all supposed to yell and shout. So guess what you guys are going to get to do this morning? You guys are going to get to yell and shout. So when I was a children's pastor, we used to have a cheer called the Jericho cheer. All right? And I'm, we're going we're gonna to practice and rehearse the Jericho cheer before we get to that portion so that you guys know how to do it. Now, you guys have to watch me. When I say Jericho cheer, Jericho cheer, you guys get to give me your loudest, woo, your loudest cheer, yell, scream, you know, whatever. But you need to watch my hand. When my hand is up, you can scream. When my hand goes down, you got to cut it. All right? You guys want to rehearse? Ready? Here we go. Jericho cheer, Jericho cheer! That was pretty good. I think we can do it a little bit better, though. Ready? One more time. Jericho cheer, Jericho cheer! That was good. All right. So when you hear me yell, Jericho cheer, Jericho cheer, you're on. All right? You, you think you got it? All right. He's going to get it. Here we go. Let us read the story of Joshua chapter 6. Now the gates of Jericho were tightly shut. Because the people were afraid of the Israelites. No one was allowed to go in, but the Lord said to Joshua, I have given you Jericho and its king. Now it's interesting, God already told Joshua that he was going to win. Even before they even went to Jericho. He already promised him, you are going to win. You, verse 3, you and your fighting men should march around the town once a day for six days. Seven priests will walk ahead of the ark, each carrying a ram's horn or a shofar. When you hear the priests give one long blast on the ram's horn, have all the people shout as loud as you can, then the walls of the town will collapse and the people can charge straight into the town. So Joshua called together the priests and said, take up the ark of the Lord's covenant and assigned seven priests to walk in front of it, each carrying a ram's horn or shofar. Then he gave orders to the people, march around the town, and the armed men will lead the way in front of the ark of the Lord. Now, the ark of the Lord was the place that God dwelled. They believed that that's what held God's presence, was the ark of the Lord. And it's very important to understand that God went before the army. That who was to lead the army was the priest carrying the ark or God's presence. So God was with them. God was even going before them when they were marching around. And all they were to do was follow God. All right? Uh, verse 8. After Joshua spoke to the people, the seven priests with the ram's horns started marching in the presence of the Lord. Blowing the ram's horns as they marched. Wait, wait, hold on. Uh, try it. <laughs> I totally put him on the spot, by the way. <laughs> All right, you get, you, you get some more chances. You get some more chances. And the Ark of the Lord's Covenant followed behind them. Some of the armed men march in front of the priest with the horns, and some uh, behind the Ark with the priest continually blowing the horns. Yeah. I'll take it. Do not shout or do not even talk, Joshua commanded. Not a single word from any of you until I tell you to shout and shout. So the ark of the Lord was carried around the town once that day, and then everyone returned and spent the night at camp. Joshua got up early the next morning, and the priests carried the ark of the Lord. The seven priests with ram's horn marched in front of the ark of the Lord, blowing the ram's horn. 
Okay. <laughs> Again, the armed men marched both in front of the priest with the horns and behind the ark of the Lord. All this time, the priests were blowing the ram's horn. Yeah! Woo! It's going to happen. I feel it. On the second day, they again marched around the town once and then returned to camp. They followed this pattern for six days. Okay? Now, you have to understand this is what God told them to do. Does this make sense? Is this how you fight? No, it doesn't make sense. But God told them to do it, and they needed to be obedient to it. On the seventh day, the Israelites got up at dawn and marched around the town as they had done before. But this time, they went around the town seven times. The seventh time, are you guys ready? Are you guys ready? The seventh time around, as the priests sounded the long blast on their horns, Joshua commanded the people, shout, for the Lord has given you the town. Jericho, cheer! Jericho, cheer! That was good. I heard it. (laughs) Jericho and everything in it must be completely destroyed as an offering to the Lord. Only Rahab uh, Rahab the prostitute and the others in her house uh, will be spared, for they protected the spies. Do not take any of the things set apart for destruction, or you yourselves will be completely destroyed. Verse 20, when the people heard the sound of the ram's horn, they shouted as loud as they could, Jericho, cheer, Jericho, cheer! That's good. They completely destroyed everything in it with their swords. Oh, I'm sorry, I skipped. Uh, the ram sword, they shouted as loud as they could. Suddenly, the walls of Jericho collapsed, and the Israelites charged straight in the town and captured it. They completely destroyed everything in it with their swords, men and women, young and old, cattle, sheep, goats, and donkeys. Give yourselves a big round of applause. Will you guys give Chris a big round of applause? Thank you, buddy. Totally threw this guy a curveball. Listen, there's some things to learn from this story, and there's some things that I want you to understand and I want you to know. First of all, God is with you. And God is with you through every circumstance. There may be something in your life that you feel is impossible, like Jericho. You see, Jericho was a large city. It says that the walls of Jericho were so thick that horses and chariots could be raced on top of it, could run around on the top of the walls. There is no way that little old Israel should have been able to break through a fortress like Jericho. But because God was on their side, they had nothing to fear. So my question is this. What is the Jericho in your life right now? What is the Jericho? What is that thing that seems impossible? And let me tell you, God is with you. And God is telling you, and by the way, you don't have to do the thing, but God is telling you to be strong and courageous because you have already been given the victory. You have already been given the victory. Here's what we need to do. The first one is this. We need to have faith. You want to know what faith is? 
Faith is believing something that I cannot see. How many of you believe in Santa Claus? Right? But how many of you, on Christmas night, how many of you have ever seen Santa Claus? Right? I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, I totally knew Santa Claus was real. But I never saw him. I mean, I saw him in the malls, but I never saw him. But yet, every morning I woke up, what was there? Presence under the tree. That's faith. Faith believing in something that I, ne- I can't necessarily see. But what's amazing is Santa may only come once a year, but guess who's with you every single day? That's right, Jesus. Our Father God, you do not have to be afraid. And so you need to have faith. Here's the second thing you need to do. Here's the second thing you need to do. You need to be obedient. You need to obey the word of the Lord. You need to obey what God has told you to do. Because guess what? When we try to do it how we think we should do it, we're most likely going to get it wrong. But when we do it the way God tells us to do it, we will have the victory. So what is it? What is the Jericho in your life? What is the big thing that seems to be the impossible? What is the thing that seems to be making you afraid? Because first, God is telling you to be strong and courageous. Have faith, mean believe in what you cannot see, and be obedient. And know that you have already won. You see, Jesus did something for us, you guys. The Bible says this. All have sinned, all fall short of the glory of God. That means every single one of us in this room. That means every single person who's ever lived or who's living now. All of us have sinned. All fall short of God's glory. We all need a savior. We all need someone to come and save us from our sin because we can't do it in our own strength. And so God because he loves you and me so much, sent his one and only son, Jesus, to this earth. And guess what Jesus did? He paid the price for you and me. That is the victory that we already have in Jesus. The battle has already been fought for you. The victory has already been won. You have victory in Jesus Christ. When you receive Jesus into your life, When you believe that Jesus Christ died on a cross for your sins and believe that he conquered the the dead and believe that he rose again, you've already won. So that means whatever comes your way now, you've already won. You already have the victory. You do not need to be afraid. You only need to be strong and courageous. Can I pray for you? Will you bow your heads and close your eyes with me?